Well, hello, everybody. Welcome. This is uh, Conversations with Alan. Uh, my name is Phil, and I'm here with Mariana. And Alan, thanks hello. again yeah, for being hello. here. Uh, this has just been a really fun uh, opportunity for us to get together and uh, kind of pause a little bit, ask some questions about just things that are, are going on in your life and truly just have a conversation about that. And um, yeah. I've, I've mentioned this every single time, but we've launched into this journey uh, because of a intimacy with Jesus class that you have created, that you've been leading people through. Yep. And there's seven parts of that class. So we thought, hey, what a great idea. Let's have some conversations around the seven themes of this class and use it as a way to sort of launch into that. And who knows where this podcast may go in the future. So, um, but maybe before we go down any specific road, just how are we doing? How's life? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a complex question. We've been talking for hours and I haven't even asked you, how are you, Mariana? <laughs> oh, I'm... I'm kind of tired. We're here at the end of the day. You've been doing this <laughs> My all brain day. is starting to melt a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but um, I love doing this. I'll say that. I am happy to be here. Nice. Truly, truly. Not just because it sounds good to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing good. Really. I enjoy, I enjoy this opportunity and I'm grateful to explore these things and talk about them and uh, see where things go in this conversation. So yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, how you feel? Oh, I'm good. We're having conversations. I like that. I have coffee. <laughs> asking Coffee questions. and conversations no and asking questions. <laughs> this is literally my dream job Phil right now. Phil is the man of the questions. <laughs> I know. This is great. Thank you for all your questions, hey, Phil. anytime. I'm here. All right. <laughs> well, let's, uh, yeah, let's dive in. Um, this uh, episode, this podcast uh, is centering around this theme or this concept of prayer. And, you know, when I was thinking about just what it means to follow Jesus, what it means to even be a Christian, what it means to be a part of a church community, you know, prayer is pretty quick to be on the list, right? It's something mm. that uh, maybe even the different types of practices we've talked about at this point may not have felt as intuitive, but prayer is like, no, yeah, I get that. I, mm. I understand prayer and uh, how I would want prayer to be a part of my journey with Jesus. Um, so I'm intrigued by the fact that you have taken something very common in terms of following Jesus and how you're bringing into this idea, but intimacy with Jesus is connected to prayer. So again, kind of the way we've started most of these conversations, just talk to us about this journey that you've had with prayer and intimacy and kind of launch from there. Yeah, I think my whole journey in prayer has been a, a journey of praying to prayer being, you know, talking to God, to more of a experience of being with God. And so I'm still in this journey, but I, I feel like that's where prayer for me has taken on a new life, um, where earlier in my Christian life, it was probably more of a, felt a little more like a duty or whatever, praying through a list of things. But when the dimension of this life with God and time with God and enjoying God. And yes, that we pray to God, but also listening. So that's probably um, what has poured life into my own experience of prayer and my more recent, you know, Christian journey. And uh, what I love to invite people, talk about, invite people into, because I do not want prayer to be another, a duty, you know, a ritual some ought to that we have to do, but an invitation into a relationship, really. So maybe this would be a good moment to talk about the concept of practices as well, not just the mm -hmm. specific topic, because I, 
I think it's intriguing. Um, this, uh, you know, as we've had these conversations now, and this is our, our fourth one, there's always this balance that you're presenting where it's this intentional practice, this intentional way of going after uh, a very heart driven concept or a very uh, ethereal concept at some level. So, like the way you described prayer there was, was very um, uh, intangible in some way, but you're marrying it with this idea, but there's a practice that helps us stay intentional and move forward and grow yeah. in. So before we dive into maybe some specifics about just prayer and how you're how you're going after that, talk to us a little bit about the, the role that practices play in general. Yeah, that's a great question because there always is this tension between the two. Um, I kind of liken it to a date night with my wife. So we are cultivating a relationship constantly and interacting constantly, right, when I'm home and texting and all that. But we also intentionally create space um, to connect at probably a deeper level with each other's hearts. Now, some would say, oh, if you have to schedule it, it's not heart level. Well, no, that's not it at all. It actually is more so, mm. but it actually gives us space to go there. Mm. And I find a lot of people that maybe aren't practicing prayer in a, the way we're talking about it, a few minutes, you know, multiple times a week, let's say, set aside time, setting aside time for that. I think what the tendency is, oh, I just have a conversational relationship with God. And I love that at some level. And I, and I, and one of the, the weeks in a few weeks, we'll talk about that abiding and this idea of, of a conversational relationship. So I love that. But I, I think what we miss, if that's the, the, that's, if that's the whole picture of our prayer life, I think we miss the date nights. Mm. <laughs> we miss the, the heart check-in where actually Raylene, I ask Raylene, how is your heart doing? Mm. I don't ask her that in a text. Hey, I'll be home <laughs> 10 minutes late. I don't, you know, we're getting ready for bed. We're reading books or what, you know what I mean? It's, um, I don't ask those things, um, usually unless I'm intentional about it. And so I see the practices, spiritual practices. Those are intent. Those are the intentionalities we build into our lives. And those things innate, they're like a trellis, right? The, the point is not the practice. The point though, is what fruit is enabled to grow because we've established these routines, these rhythms, these practices in our lives. And so I am a big believer in spiritual practices for the, for that result, for the re relational mm -hmm. benefit. They're not the be all end all, but the relational benefit over time is huge. I love that. The date night illustration is so easy to understand, right? Cause we're talking to our spouse in my case with my husband all day long, but that doesn't mean we're having that super deep connection. Yeah. I love that picture. That's really good. And this is not a, uh, I don't want you to use this as a way to, to judge anything, but are there practices that you've tried that you've said, nah, that's not for me? Hmm. Yeah. Journaling probably. Okay. I mean, there are certain people that journal and they write their prayers out that boy, I tried that. That's just not, yeah, that's been a practice. That's not been helpful, you know, for me personally. And that's where I, I want to, in this class, even, I want to try to walk this balance of, Hey, I'm sharing four, basically there are four spiritual practices in the whole course in the seven weeks that we're looking at. And I'm talking about how I've experienced those things. I do think they're, I think they're important. That's why I'm practicing them. But at the same time, I do think they can be adapted, you know, and people can experience them in different ways. 
But as we talked about earlier, like stillness, I think even though some people aren't wired for that, and I understand that, but I, I still think that creating space, even if for me it's in my office by myself, other people may be taking a walk, but there's still there's a there's opportunity to engage in that particular practice. It maybe doesn't look exactly like I do it, but the principle of the practice is something that people see as valuable and they're trying to implement mm-hmm. um, in their own lives. I like that, that there's flexibility to apply according to who you are. It's funny you mentioned journaling of all things, because that's probably one of my favorites, yeah. because it helps me stay focused yep. if I'm just, you know, talking prayers or thinking prayers. My mind will go away very quickly. But if I'm journaling a prayer, if that helps me stay focused and connected. Well, and something you said earlier, too, if I remember correctly, was this idea of relational fruit. So looking at a practice and looking at the relational fruit that you've had from it in terms of your relationship with God or mm-hmm. the way you've connected with the spirit. And I think that's why some of these practices have have stuck with you. And now even your heart and sharing it is, man, there is, like you just said, like all of us are different in the journey of stillness, but there's some relational fruit there for us if we're willing to lean into it. And it may yep. not be the same for everybody, mm-hmm. but that's kind of your the, the heart in that. So yeah. um, I think that's good. And the reason I kind of wanted to go there was I think, again, there's some irony in using the Lord's Prayer as a t- conversation on intimacy with Jesus. Mm. Because probably one of the prayers that most people would associate with religious, check out, <laughs> do the duty, is the Lord's Prayer, right? Yeah. And so talk to us a little bit about your journey with the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, that's such a great question because, yeah, I mm. grew up saying that prayer in the Methodist Church and and it does have sort of a rooted not archaic, but a sort of historic feel to it. But it was in a conversation with a friend who was a just a huge man of prayer when he told me that really the key to his prayer life was when he started praying the Lord's Prayer. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And he explained using the Lord's Prayer as a template. In other words, in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus is teaching us to pray, not to pray these specific words, but he's teaching us what must have been in his life, a part of his own prayer life, these key aspects of what a healthy prayer life would look like. It's Mm -hmm. like a healthy exercise program. Mm -hmm. You're going to work your abs one day. You're going to work your legs. You're going to work your arms. You know, you you wouldn't just work one part of your body. Mm -hmm. And it was that I kind of eye opening for me, like that makes so much sense that the, in the Lord's prayer, there are six basic aspects of prayer, all of which are important, but we tend to gravitate toward one or two of those. And so that's where for me, the Lord's prayer moved out of this place of being a ritual. And suddenly it was this, uh, buffet of, mm. of ways to pray. It was this, uh, ex- expansion of mm. my experience of prayer rather than limiting it. Mm. Mm. That's really good. And it's funny you're saying maybe one day you work out your legs, the other day you work out your arms. It made me think how in, in the last episode I was talking about how I often don't go far, but I go deep. And so for me, I have to pick one of the topics because if I start with our father in heaven, I'll stay there forever. I'll never <laughs> work out my other muscles because I'll camp on that first one. So I like the idea of today I'll do the praise tomorrow. I'll do the whatever, because if I'm going to follow that, the, the, the points, you know, I probably won't go too far, but I love the, just the, how broad and complete 
of a picture of prayer and relationship that is. Yeah, my friend Brian used to talk about it. Like he was a runner, I think, and I mean, he's since gone to be with the Lord. But he was a runner, and he would talk about the Lord's prayer in terms of my, like mile markers. When you're running a race, you come to these mile markers, and it's it's sort of just this reminder of where you are in the race, and uh, that may resonate with some people. That it just gives you a a path upon which to run in your prayer time. Mm. Again, it's not something that I legalistically do every time I have to hit all six areas. I, I just don't, it doesn't work that way for me, but it is over time. Am I praying? Right. Am I getting to these areas, you know, at some point mm. regularly over time? Yeah. Do you have anything that you notice about yourself when, when it, when you kind of slip into more of maybe a religious engagement of something rather than it being kind of what you're hoping it would be? Like, how do you check your spirit in that or understand, oh, wait a minute, I'm just kind of doing this just to do it. I'm not really getting the fruit out of it that I would hope. That's a good question. It's hard for me. My personality all kind of stick with something, you know. Um, I can be pretty disciplined and so... I probably am not asking that as often as maybe I need to be, or, or at least kind of having that on my radar. Um, but at the same time, it has it has just continued to be life giving for me. And if it if it stopped being life giving, I I think I would stop that. And there are times, there are days when I I just experience stillness. Um, today I did this exercise of. Um, that I've been learning about this idea, it's called Emmanuel journaling, but it's it's this idea of asking the Lord or processing with the Lord these five things. Um, I see you, is the Lord in other words saying to me, I see you, I hear you, I understand what you're going through, I'm mm. with you, and I can do something about that. Mm. So this morning, I didn't do the Lord's Prayer. I did this journaling thing where I was letting the Lord see me and hear me um, and in, in kind of intentionally going there. And so that's kind of the, the kind of thing that if I have an emotion that I need, I'm needing to process, that's the sort of thing that I will, will do that mm -hmm. day in my prayer time. Um, and so even that, the Lord's Prayer, I'll use it when it's, a part of my, when it's going to be meaningful for me, but there are other times when I don't because my heart is in a different place and I need to, I need to process something with the Lord. Mm. Yeah. I really like what we talked about in the last episode about the, how to approach the Bible reading. And sometimes I think about that in my prayer time. If I suddenly catch myself, you know, just, just praying and, and just kind of going through everything, whatever it's, whether it's the routine or, or what's in my heart, but I don't allow that, that shimmering, you know, and don't allow that space. Okay. Well now Lord, it's your turn. And I was just thinking about it. The, the, the whole conversational aspect of prayer and just thinking of the word prayer in my heart language, Portuguese is oração, which is from like ora, or oratory, which is, you know, this beautifully spoken monologue, you know, and I'm always just aware, like, okay, wait, stop the monologue and mm -hmm. allow space, you know, Jesus, okay, what are you trying to say here? And which I also shared about stillness, that sometimes that's hard and for some 
people like me, maybe you listening, it's kind of like that and allowing that space to, to rather than going through the motion, mm-hmm. allow space for the dialogue to actually happen. We have to give that chance. Yeah, that's a good, that that's a really good reminder too. I think in answer to that last question, that would be a good one for me too. If I, if I find myself just going through without listening, without mm-hmm. ever stopping right. to listen, that's probably a sign that I'm, <laughs> this has become more one-sided rather than a dialogue and a relationship. Um, and so that for me, like in the Lord's prayer, the, our father part is a critical grounding thing for me where I try to engage my imagination. I try to envision God as my Abba. He's, he's running towards me. He's holding me, you know, the, the, the prodigal son story or whatever, but engaging that relational part of my brain, even at the start of the Lord's prayer helps me when I'm going through the rest of it, keep it relational um, rather than it just be, okay, I've done that section. I'll do the next section, that kind of thing. Nice. All right, I'm going to ask you possibly an unfair question. Okay. But uh, if you... We can always edit this out. You can always edit this part out. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be great. So I'm assuming a lot of people who are listening to this conversation have probably heard you preach and do different things with the Lord's Prayer before. So I have a general concept when we're talking about praying the Lord's Prayer, what that might mean. Um, and, And you break it into six areas. Is that right? Six. Yep. So the unfair question without going into all six, um, but is there one of the six that for you personally, just kind of tease us with, that's the one that honestly, I love that one. That's a go-to for me. If, even if you're journeying through the whole thing, when you get to that part, you find more life than the other parts. Yeah. It probably is in that first one. It's okay. probably the, yeah. our father. I mean, it's just that starting there every day or whenever I have a prayer time, just that reminder of God's love for me, his delight in me, that is so important because then it kind of paves the way for my heart posture and who I'm praying to and that this is valuable and important and it's relational. And so that to me is critical it's critical in our understanding of the gospel. It's critical in our experience of a relationship that it really is a love relationship that I don't have to um, clean up my life to get to a place where I can get God's attention, that he is there and he is delighting in me and wants to be with me. So that's probably the one that um, I do Whenever I do the Lord's Prayer, I make sure I <laughs> start mm-hmm. with that one because it lays really the foundation for everything else. Okay. Is the inverse question, <laughs> is there one where you pray it and you're just like, oh man, this is hard. <laughs> like I want to pray this, but I really have a hard time with it. And that may be overstating it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I don't know if I'd ever say I'd have a hard time with it, but I mean, I, honestly, it's probably the forgiveness yeah. one, you know, and and slowing down, is there a sin I need to confess? Is there someone I need to forgive? That's a that's a hard one. Either one of those is kind of yeah. hard to look at. And so probably in my flesh, that's probably one I skip over more than I... <laughs> <laughs> Feeling led to the beginning again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I should. So yeah, that's probably one that, that um, yeah. tends to be set aside, you know, yeah. if I'm... Um, not in a hurry, but you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that might, yeah. That's an easier one yeah. to kind of forget about. Okay. You're holding out the diagram. Yeah. 
I need to remember all the the pieces here. <laughs> Just to, I, I have a cheat sheet, Phil. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> nice that right. you can access that on your phone. That's impressive. Oh, it's on our app. Nice. There okay. Great plug for the app. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Well, it is. And, and honestly, even from a class perspective, um, the content in this one is is extensive. I mean, there's a lot there and there's a lot to explore. And uh, so, again, this is probably more of just a, a teasing opportunity to yeah. kind of, uh, you know, dabble around. So I appreciate you kind of going there and sharing your heart. Maybe last thought would be, and I, and I do this a lot, but just kind of put yourself in the mindset of somebody who to go from, I don't pray at all to the Lord's prayer feels really big of a jump. Yeah. Um, what would be your encouragement to them? Is it, you know, just take a dive and hope for the best or are there other thoughts or things that you say, this is a better way to, to wade into this whole idea of prayer and intimacy with Jesus? Hmm. That's a really good question. I probably would start with the Lord's prayer, but the thing about the Lord's prayer is you can spend an hour in it. Or you can spend five minutes in it. And so that's probably where I would, because I don't know where else I would, it's so good in terms of for a child to understand the, the basics of prayer for a person who's been praying for 30 years to continue to find life in that. And so I would still probably start there, not in a legalistic way, but in just seeing the six areas of prayer and trying it, you know, and, and, and honestly going... Um, start with our, the, the father piece, just the presence and then move to the, and not feeling any pressure. I got to get through all six, but you could even pick up where you left off last time and do your kingdom come next or whatever. But that really feels like a good place to start. It'd be like someone who's running, learning, wanting to run a marathon or whatever. And they're running around track multiple times, but the first per, the person starting out, they'll go around the track you know, one time and they'll maybe go pretty slow or they'll stop along the way. I think that's the, it's, it's not a legalistic thing. It's a, but it's a tool. It's an amazing tool that can help someone who wants to just wade into prayer. What is this prayer about? We have Jesus, literally our savior teaching us the basics of a healthy prayer life. Um, and so I would encourage people to wade in there, but to give themselves tons of grace in terms of the length of time in each part or how long, you know, over a period of days or whatever, but to begin experiencing each one of those. And I love too, I just want to add to it, what's in the middle of the diagram yeah. that you put together is the prompting, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Yep. I think for me, what really motivated me in, in the beginning of my faith journey was when I started experiencing God speaking to me. That's ultimately why I want to pray because it's, it's, he's alive and he speaks. And that's why I want to go there because otherwise it makes very little sense. So I think coming with that expectation, speak Lord and I'm, I'm attentive and that's what I want here right now is to listen to you. Love it. Yep. Everybody. Thank you. Alan, thanks for being yeah, here again. Thank you. Mariana, thank you. Thanks Phil. And we'll do it again until next Good. time. All right. Take Bye care. Everyone.